Hello, welcome back to the Mash and Martinis podcast. I'm Colin Hansen, and uh, today, what a better place to start than the pilot episode of Mash? So we have season one, episode one, the pilot. Pilot was written by Larry Gelbart, directed by Gene Reynolds, which are obviously going to be some reoccurring names. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hear about. Uh, through the series. Um, the pilot originally aired September 17th, 1972, um, and uh, takes place in Korea, 1950, obviously during the Korean War. Uh, and apparently 100 years ago, uh, which comes off in the, uh, the, the intro as we see uh, Trapper, Hawkeye, and, and Hojon uh, getting ready to tee off. And uh, it says a hundred years ago, and that and that that always puzzled me uh, to this day. So, uh, anyway, um, a quick plot uh, in this episode: uh, Ho John is the houseboy of uh, Benjamin Franklin, Hawkeye Pierce, and Trapper John McIntyre. Uh, he was accepted into Hawkeye's college, and they have to raise uh, approximately two thousand dollars to get him to the states and pay for the first year's tuition. Um, so they hold a fundraising party uh, while their commanding officer, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake, is currently away in Seoul. So their plan is to raffle off a weekend of R&R in Tokyo along with the company of Lieutenant Dish, who is one of the uh, nurses at, uh, at the MASH unit. Um, and Frank Burns and Margaret Houlihan, both majors, are uh, obviously very displeased with this. So that is the plot. Um, so what we're going to do is kind of going to go through uh, kind of scene by scene. Um, and that's, you know, as, as these episodes go on and, and this podcast develops, um, I may change these up a little bit, the, the kind of the order that I do things or the descriptions or whatever. So I just want to start with that quick plot and, and kind of jump through scene by scene and uh, talk about that. Uh, before getting into my my finds, uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking for a great name of that, like fun facts or, or something like that. Um, basically, 5, 10, 15 different things I found during the episode. Um, so obviously, I, I have seen every episode dozens of times through the years. I have, I have re-watched the show a lot, and I'm going to re-watch it all again in a little more detail than maybe I have in the past. Um, so I might catch some things uh, as I go on and some things I remember about every episode, but um, I'll definitely be able to find a, a handful of things each time. So um, if, if anybody has any great ideas for, for what I need to call each little section uh, or a little area of the podcast, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, my email address is martinis. Uh, at gmail.com mashandmartinis at gmail.com so uh, as I said uh, we're looking at 1950 in Korea and uh, we're exiting the operating room with Hawkeye and Trapper and they they head back to the swamp which is the, the tense name that they stay in they, they've named it the swamp and uh, Hawkeye receives a letter from Dean Lodge, which I do hear is a very nice place to stay, but it is also the dean of his alma mater, his college. And uh, they basically announce that, that Hojon has been accepted into his alma mater. Um, though they do have to raise approximately $2,000 for Hojon to travel back to the United States 
and that first year's tuition. So, uh, you know, in 1950, trying to come up with, with $2,000 is, is not super easy. So, after kind of a quick debate of, like, potentially selling Spearchucker while he sleeps, uh, Hawkeye convinces Trapper that they can kind of accomplish this by raffling off a weekend pass to Tokyo with the company of a gorgeous nurse. And and the way that that, that conversation goes down is, is Hawkeye is basically just pacing back and forth in the swamp and uh, trying to figure out, like, what can they sell? What do, what do people really want? And, uh, you know, Trapper immediately says, well, they want to go home or, you know, Tokyo. And uh, Hawkeye's like, well, what do they really want? And just the way that Trapper says this is just sex. And he's just so happy about it. It's, it's so funny. And uh, so, so thus, a weekend away with a nurse, right? And uh, so they go to, to uh, Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake's office and kind of propose this idea to him. Although he's a little, mm, I, I guess, questionable because <laughs> he's like, why don't I trust you guys? And, and Trapper admittedly says, uh, well, we're not trustworthy. So, uh, but it is a good cause. And, and does give them permission to, to do that. So now Hawkeye has to convince Lieutenant Dish, you know, this, this gorgeous nurse, that, uh, hey, we're going to raffle you off to go to Tokyo with somebody. And, you know, she's engaged and, and like, I want to be faithful. And, and Hawkeye is basically just flirting with her to try to get her to convince to, to, you know, to do this. It's, it's a hard thing to do. So he's just constantly, you know, in her face and flirting with her and, and putty in the hands of Master, as he likes to say. So uh, eventually she agrees um, with the basically promise that she will be able to get out of it. So we have Dish now signed up to go. So now Hawkeye and Trapper end up getting into an argument with, with Frank Burns, right? Hawkeye is, is trying to to sell Frank a ticket uh, for this. They're, they're, they're looking for like that last little bit of money. And Frank walks in of Hawkeye going through his stuff, basically looking for money. And uh, another one of my favorite lines in the whole series is, is Hawkeye's like looking through Frank's Bible, like seeing if he's got money in there when Frank comes in. Like, you know, what are you doing with my Bible, basically? And, and, uh, and Trapper comes out and says... Frank, I, I peeked at the end. The devil did it, uh, which is just such a such a clever, such a clever line and, and fantastic writing. And uh, so Frank gets in a rage and ends up breaking their their still uh, in their tent. Um, apologizes, but uh, you know, just they're, they're furious. They're upset. They end up throwing like a a bag over his head, like a, a laundry bag, and throw it goes all the way down to his waist and they kick him out of the tent which is such a goofy scene and probably kind of a a sad introduction to uh to frank burns while accurate it's it's just sad you know literally getting a, a bag thrown on you and getting kicked out of a tent so when when henry hears this uh he he ends up withdrawing the passes cancels the party uh, basically for fear that that Frank is going to end up calling General Hammond, who is in charge of all the mass units. And and also that he has to go to Seoul with General Hammond, so he's not very happy that the party is kind of taking place without him. So, 
you know, Hawkeye and Trapper instantly kind of get that idea of, oh, hey, this party can still happen. He's gone. So Henry is leaving. Radar ends up uh, giving the, the two passes to, uh, to Hawkeye, basically saying, hey, I, I was able to trick him. I got the passes. He signed the passes. We're good to go. Uh, so party is on. But immediately, immediately the announcement is made that Frank Burns is in charge. He is the temporary commander while while Blake is away. And it's immediately also announced that everyone is confined to their quarters. So party is not going to happen. Uh, and really looking back at that, and, and as I watched this show this past week, this, this episode, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a really sad flex of power right like this party is is there to raise money to send someone to college but nope let's not do it because that might be too much fun like that's such a sad thing to do anyway to to get rid of him and uh, so they can have a party hawkeye ends up injecting frank with a sedative wraps a bandage around his face so nobody can recognize him and then puts him in bed in the in post-op uh and then prescribing a dose of of a sedative every hour uh, just to keep Frank out. So, party is now in full force. Everyone is dancing and, and having a good time. And Margaret comes to the party in, in search of Frank. You know, she's looking all over for him. Uh, and, and she's not able to find him, obviously. And so, she she's very suspicious. Goes to Hawkeye. And, you know, where is he? And she's like, ah, oh, you know. Or he basically is like, ah, oh, I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> grab somebody and, and dance. Have a good time. And uh, so she calls General Hammond. She's she's obviously still furious. And you find out in a flashback that General and and uh, Major Houlihan uh, are, are are former lovers. And uh, but he's obviously very excited to hear from her. And so so he and Blake, uh, who are who are together at dinner in Seoul, uh, immediately leave for the four hundred seven seven. So when they land at the four hundred seven on the chopper pad uh radar greets them there and he's coming from the party and has a bedpan on his head like what a what a a, a genius little uh it, it's just like a just little added thing to like just add to the goofiness uh of this party and of mash and of radar uh it's, it's just a just a, a great little ad right anyway um hawkeye announces that they've raised eighteen hundred dollars from drinks and the raffle tickets and has lieutenant dish draw a name from the raffle um obviously this is all staged now at this point the winning ticket is is taped to the bottom of the jar so he reaches you know he has lieutenant dish reach her hand down and she finds the taped uh, the taped raffle ticket knows what's going on she pulls it out and uh <laughs> just as as soon as pulls it out and announces that it's Father Mulcahy, uh, he, he announces it just as, as General Hammond and, uh, and, and Colonel Blake walk in. And so he immediately says, Do I understand that the priest of this outfit has just won a weekend pass to Tokyo with a nurse? <laughs> as it zooms in on, on George Morgan, who is playing Father Mulcahy in this first episode, like it's just, just a look of shock. Like, He's like immediately happy, like, oh, I'm going to go to Tokyo with a nurse, right? So it's like, oh, no. So the the general is obviously very upset. 
uh, and is questioning Hawkeye and Trapper about it and uh, wants to put them under arrest. And uh, Margaret rocks in right at that time with, with Frank. She, founds, she finds Frank in post-op and he's still very sedated, has bandages hanging around his head and neck. And, and Margaret, I mean, this is maybe like a top 10 line. I mean, every episode has just these amazing lines in it. Uh, but this is this is probably like a top 10 line in the show. And she's dragging Frank in and, and she's pointing to, to Trapper and Hawkeye. And she's yelling to, to General Hammond uh, as she walks in with him. And, and she yells, those two, they're ruining the war for all of us. Like... Like it's it, like it's a party that you're supposed to be at, right? So it, it's just so funny. But uh, Hammond demands that they're arrested immediately. But just in the nick of time, uh, choppers arrive with uh, Canadians that are have been wounded and and uh, at a different party tonight, uh, as Hawkeye so eloquently puts it. So after the the session, which uh, General Hammond, who is in charge of all these mass units, is also a doctor, and uh, so he partakes in it. And, and after it's over, he realizes Hawkeye and Trapper are, are probably the best surgeons that he's ever seen. And he'll drop the charges and just make sure, you know, Blake needs to kind of keep them under wraps, right? Or, or, or keep them on the, the lowdown. So not even he takes them. So uh, that is the pilot. Um, so that is the, the, the rundown or the... the uh, I, I don't know, like the play-by-play, -play, I don't know what I want to call that, the, the rundown of the pilot, how about that, we'll call it the rundown for now. So, um, as I said, like I have some show finds, um, and again, this title is, is up for debate, uh, fun facts, quick facts, I don't know what I want to call this. So, uh, these are not in order, uh, some of them were, were jotted down of like things that I knew had happened, and then things that I caught uh, kind of in the playback. So, um, when, and this was something that always bugged me about, um, about the show, because it's in every version, and it's been, it's never been fixed, uh, it's in the DVD, if, if you watch it on Hulu today, if you watch it, uh, on, uh, on TV, uh, as a rerun, it, it does not matter, the audio was never fixed, but when Frank steals the still, and I'm sure others have noticed uh, notice this the the audio is kind of broken and echoey uh i'm not sure how to to better describe it but as he's running with the still like you can hear something is wrong with the audio again it's never been fixed uh it's always bugged me a little bit <laughs> that way but uh it's something i always catch um so number two uh the the opening korea 1950 100 years ago uh, that, that always confused me. So if anybody has, a uh, and, and something I've never really Googled or looked up, but why does it say a hundred years ago? If you know, let me know. Um, number three, the intro song is Suicide is Painless by Johnny Mandel. Uh, it was featured in the original movie as well about someone in the movie who wanted to commit suicide and it was played during that time. So, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a depressing title to the song, but obviously the, uh, in the TV show, they just play the the musical version and, and nothing with the lyrics. Uh, the intro, number four, the intro to uh, the pilot episode is the extended version. Uh, the only time that it is featured. Um, so if you, you watch this episode, the intro is, is three times longer than normal. 
Um, George Morgan's only episode. Uh, he's later replaced by William Christopher as the part of uh, Father uh, John Patrick Mulcahy. Uh, he was replaced by William Christopher. The the only thing that I could ever find like of why was, and I actually liked George Morgan. I thought he was perfectly fine, but they wanted somebody a little more quirky. Uh, was the term that I found, and William Christopher was that person. Um, Timothy Brown, uh, who played the role of Spear Chucker, was also in the MASH movie as Corporal Judson, so he, he actually returned from the MASH movie, um, but was playing a new role, uh, Spear Chucker Jones. Um, Gary Berghoff actually plays Radar and is the only actually returning character in the same role from the movie. Um, we're also introduced to Ugly John, um, and he and Spear Chucker were dropped during the first season. Um, number seven, Hawkeye says he is also engaged, uh, to Lieutenant Dish. When she mentions that she's engaged, he says he is also engaged, which I doubt this is meant to actually be honest, is more or less just him flirting and him trying to, to get her to agree to go to Tokyo. Um, so I am, I'm sensing it as a bit of a lie. Uh, but he does say he is engaged in episode one. Uh, number eight, Hawkeye also says uh, that Hojong can stay with his parents when he goes to the States. Only we do find out later on that Hawkeye's dad is the only one that uh, is alive still. Um, his dad is single. Uh, number nine, Hawkeye's opening letter to his dad is explaining some medical procedures to a doctor. We do find out later on that his dad is a also a physician, which is obviously mainly for our benefit and not really his physician father. Um, but then in future Dear Dad episodes, the explaining is e even more basic as he ex ex explains triage, I think, in one episode. And uh, explaining to a physician what that means is kind of goofy. Um, but the, his explanation at the beginning of, the, of the, the episode where they're in the operating room uh, is not too bad where he's he's writing his letter to dad and it's it's uh, just a voiceover um, so it's not too bad in the pilot but in in future episodes it's uh, it's much worse um, the ten dollar tickets and this is uh, number 10 uh, for the ten dollar tickets so they're selling the ten dollar tickets for the raffle uh, today that value would be about hundred and twenty one dollars so they're they're the value of that, uh, the equivalent, is $121 tickets today. Uh, number 11, Hawkeye calls Margaret Hot Lips while dancing with Lieutenant Dish before we're really introduced to General Hammond. Um, so he, he calls her Hot Lips. Then later on at the party, when General Hammond is there and he first runs into Margaret, he calls her Hot Lips. And Hawkeye and, and Trapper immediately look at each other and like, Hot Lips? And they, they're kind of confused by that. And they're confused because why would a general call a, a, another a, a woman a hot lips? Well, it's because, you know, they, you know, they've had something going on in the past. Um, but I feel like those those scenes were almost reversed or they shouldn't have had uh, Hawkeye call Margaret hot lips at the beginning. Um, uh, like while they were uh, while he and Dish were dancing and, and Margaret's looking for Frank. Um, it, it just felt like a weird order. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just my observance. Uh, number 12, Blake and Hammond were able to fly from Seoul to the 4077th in the matter of minutes while the party was still going on. Um, I've, I've almost always, like, kind of found that, like, unrealistic. Like, you know, how did they get there? They're literally eating dinner uh, in a whole nother place uh, just a little bit ago. 
Um, but come to find out that Seoul and Weejeonbu are only separated by 16 miles. So via helicopter, it's very plausible that they could be there in, in 10 to 20 minutes by the time they head out, uh, get the chopper ready and gone. Uh, it's very plausible they could be there very fast. Um, number 13, Radar was administering some type of sedation to Frank during the party. Uh, that seems very odd and dangerous to have your company clerk uh, administering sedatives uh, to somebody who really uh, is not going to do that. Uh, and then finally, Frank has some type of odd mark on his butt, probably a birthmark of sorts, uh, as Margaret recognizes it as she is administering some type of sedation later on. So, uh, weird fun fact, uh, Frank has some type of birthmark down there. Uh, so that is it. Um, as promised, I'm going to give a final rating for the show um, based on the, the humor. And it's just a great pilot, I feel like, uh, to introduce the show. Um, but I'm going to give the rating of a 9 out of a 10. So uh, join me next week for uh, To Market To Market as we discuss uh, Season 1, Episode 2. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day.